Well, folks, it's Jerry Adams here. August to Sulegum, Gobel Shibsha, Gomoy. And I want to start by thanking all of those who took part in the raffle organised by the Moore Street Preservation Trust. Thanks also to those who sold the raffle tickets and especially to Pat O'Hagan who very kindly donated the 1914 Mauser rifle, which was the prize. Thanks also to Team FeePay for providing the online facility for the raffle. And congratulations to Connor Downs, who won the rifle. So, Bishin Ubber Galanta. And I also want to give a big, big Kedmi Lafalsha to a new musical offering. Reimagining Rashing from Murren Niolov and the Irish Chamber Orchestra, produced by Donal O'Connor. Now, I'm a big fan of Murren's. She's a regular contributor to GK Kahar, and she's a gifted musician and a fine singer. And to Donal O'Connor, Kultor Ganska. The Irish Chamber Orchestra is no stranger to us. As guests of Fela and Fubble in the past, I remember a Medi session many moons ago in St. Agnes's Parish Centre. Sean O'Reda is rightly credited with putting Irish Sean Nose music on the national and international stage in the 1960s. His Misha Ura and the score for the film of the same name, marking the 1916 Rising, is a tremendous and wonderful classic of our time. And of all time, the old songs which are at the heart of the music of Ureda and Kulturik Hulan have been sung and played for hundreds of years. In the mid-60s, Ureda's wonderful orchestration and reworking of our traditional music took it to a new level and to new audiences. It also kick-started the emergence of bands like Planksty, the Balti Band, Clannad, Daydanon, Scarabray, the Chieftains and many, many more with their modern interpretation of our ancient music. This new CD reimagines this ancient music once again. Roisin Du goes back possibly to the 16th century, and perhaps it started as a love song or a poem, but Roisin Du became a metaphor for Ireland, like many Shan Nose tunes of this kind. As Dr. Sheila Denver writes on the sleeve note of reimagining Roisin, Murrin Olive and the Irish Chamber Orchestra have breathed new life into the noble classical songs of our ancestors with this new project. Roisin reimagined brings forward examples like Roisin Do and Coolin and many, many others, which are often referred to as Iron Wara, or big songs within the tradition of Irish singing and epic arrangements by the likes of Michael Keeney, Linda Buckley and Cormac McCarthy befit the concept of Antowron Moore, the big song. The arrangements are innovative and animated and the music adds greatly to the innate beauty of the songs. So Shane, there you are, folks. Well done to all involved in this creative and extraordinary music adventure, especially Murren, whose interpretation and wonderful voice will bring new audiences to our Sean Nose tradition. 
listen and be uplifted. And while we're talking about music, my recent tales of sing-songs in the hits blocks have triggered more reminiscences of other such events. Two in particular stand out, and both were after Long Cash was burnt down. That was in April, Gumalaska, that was in October 1974. Following that eventful evening, prisoners lived a very primitive, shanty-town-like existence among the ruins of the cache until new huts were built. After the fighting stopped, the wounded were tended to, the British Army pulled back, we quickly readjusted to living in the ruins of the camp. Some remnants of burnt huts remained after the fire and that gave shelter of sorts. I was in the internee end, in cage two. Some intrepid souls replumbed the piping from the demolished wash huts and there was an open-air bathing area for those fussy folks who were obsessed by cleanliness like Mr Sheen, one of our older, dapper comrades. Someone lit a fire below a tank filled with water and their intrepid plumber, might have been Jerry Fitz, the commander, probably was, fixed up a shower and soon there were warm showers, al fresco. That's how we ate also. We slept where we could. Ted and I had a little bivouac comprising a few sheets of corrugated tin. We crawled under it, settled onto the tarmac and wrapped ourselves tightly and separately in our prison blankets. That was us. Luckily, as best I can remember, it stayed dry, though it was bitterly cold at night. Some of the lads lit fires and huddled round them, telling yarns and spoofing. After a few nights, someone produced a guitar from God knows where. Come on, ask you. <coughs> that was a great night. Billy Reid and Big Dominic, both fine singers, entertained us for hours. That became a regular feature of the weeks in Cage 2 after the burning of the cache. We would all gather around a big fire in the middle of the cage. Billy and Big Dominic had acres of songs. American ballads, Irish rebel songs, lesser known Dean Martin, Sinatra, the Avery Brothers, the Beatles, Tony Bennett, Johnny Cash, Planksty, Frankie Lane, Patsy Cline, old cowboy songs. After a couple of sessions, all of us could join in the choruses. And that's how we passed an evening. Gathered round our fire below a big starlit sky surrounded by barbed wire and searchlights. Observed by armed guards and war dogs. Beyond the camp perimeter, traffic zoomed along the M1, oblivious, mostly, to our existence and the songs we were singing. We sang and we sang well. Even the screws were impressed and the Brits up in their watchtowers on the perimeter fence would open the shutter in their spy post to listen to us. Billy, God rest him, and Big Dominic knew how to sing. Meanwhile, in cage five, the cage closest to the motorway, a tunnel was inching its way underground towards freedom. Coney was shot dead by the British Army when they eventually surfaced sometime later on November the 6th. Q was 24 years old. Dirty attorneys escaped, but most were immediately recaptured, almost immediately. They were all badly beaten and some had war dogs sat upon them. There was no sing-song that night. 
One other night before this, a concert was organised and what remained of one of the big huts in Cage 2. That also was a great night. Ted didn't want to go to it. He went to ground early into our bivouac, not long after dark. I thought he was doing heavy whack, but he wasn't, thanks be to God. A grumpy Ted is not to be disregarded, so I was pleased when he had quickly agreed to go to the concert. That was another mighty gig. I laughed so much I almost wet myself a few times, especially during I Am The Music Man, led by Paddy Barclay. Paddy, all five foot of him, was in his element, conducting us as if we were a male Welsh choir. I am the music man, he warbled of us. I come from down your way, and I can play. What can you play? We roared back at him. I can play, he paused theatrically. The piano, the piano, the piano. I can play the piano. And so it went on. Verse after verse, musical instrument after musical instrument. Paddy, God rest him, could sing none. But could he make us laugh? Like there was no tomorrow. And in those days there was no tomorrow. That's why they couldn't beat us. Ketson, the infamous British counterinsurgency expert, Maria, didn't take into account the power of solidarity and crack and good comradeship and a good sing-song. Ted was in great form when the concert was over and we were settled down again on the tarmac below our corrugated tin covering. You know, I was all for staying in tonight, he said. I wasn't going to bother going out, but I'm glad we made the effort. That was a great night out. Ihawaiavik. Ihawai, Ted. And to finish this week appropriately, we'll have, in honour of Ted, but in memory of all those other songsters. Bing Crosby singing the Whiff and Poof song or Two Little Lambs. Shine Karja, Chiefy May Shivsha, Gunyurianta, Libsha, Gulyur. Yes, the magic of their singing, of the songs we love so well. Shall I wasting and mourning and the rest? We will serenade our Louis while life and voice shall last. Then we'll pass and be forgotten with the we're poor little lambs who have lost our way. Ba, ba, ba. We're little black sheep who have gone astray. Thank you.
Oh. 